and welcome to episode two of Long Hair Do Care. Uh, I'm your host, Georgie Corkery, pronouns she, her, hers, uh, also happy to go by they, them, and the date of this recording is May 2nd, 2001, and uh, today's topic is going to be about catcalling. No special guest today, unfortunately, but uh, I am excited to talk about this topic for a few reasons, but before we jump into that, let's get into the number of cats and Teslas I counted this week. Cats, the, the number I've interacted with, was just one. I was hoping for more, but just one. And its name is Crumble. It's a cat that I see a lot in my neighborhood. And there's actually another cat named Cookie who lives several blocks away from Crumble. And they have the same coloration. I am not a cat expert, so I can't tell you. I think it's like a calico... But it looks like a cookie and cream, buttercup, lovely, yummy cat. They're so cute. So I saw Crumble, has a little collar, super sweet. It's nice to see all these cats in the springtime. Spring in my neighborhood is pretty great. Again, living in Salt Lake City, and it's the best. While I saw this cat, I was actually with my friend Max Malbequist. He's amazing. Shout out to you, Max. And we were birding, and we went out to look for a western screech owl, which we did see. But along with that, we ended up seeing 16 turkey vultures and two hawks. I'm not sure what kind of hawks they were, but the turkey vultures and these hawks were just sitting in a tree off of South Temple, all huddled together. Uh, We assume they were there because they were migrating and they decided to sit down for the night. So that was really cool. And though this is not wildlife, a wildlife sighting, I did see a corgi. I met a corgi this week. Um, My dear friend just adopted a corgi. He's older, and his name is Stumpy, which I think is a little funny. I don't know if I would have chosen that, but because his name was already Stumpy and he is older, they decided to roll with it. He's very cute. And uh, I did see two other cats, but I did not interact with them, and we'll kind of get into that later. So, for the Teslas, I saw 25 and 5 halves. Uh, That's more than last week. And just a reminder, the 5 halves, that just means I saw electric cars, which are also cool, but they weren't Teslas. They were something else. So, because they're not as cool as Teslas, they only count as half. So, 25 and 5 halves. For the conscious content consumption that I wanted to share with y'all, I'm reading... Making the Impossible Possible by Bill Strickland, where I work right now, Roots Charter High School. We are reading that book together as a staff, and it's pretty great. Bill Strickland, the author, is the founder of Manchester Bidwell in Pittsburgh. It's a really cool story of him making it happen. Uh, At times, Bill seems a little too optimistic, if you ask me, but overall, he's a really great character who shares just an incredible story, and the quote from that book that I do want to share is, uh, it's just two words, suspend disbelief. I like this a lot because I think we enter situations often and say, oh, I can't do that, or you see someone else doing something and you say, I could not do that. And I think we should absolutely suspend disbelief in those scenarios because we can do so much more than we give ourselves credit for most of the time. And then also when it comes to science and when it comes to 
the systems <laughs> that we are in, whether that's the food system or policies, it's like, oh, we can really change things, even if you feel like you voting doesn't have an impact. It's suspend that disbelief, and if you want to do something, I would say go for it. And if you're someone who's like, oh, I couldn't do that, and you're saying that because you don't want to do that, then use those words <laughs> instead of saying, I can't do that, because that's a very negative mindset. I think we should focus more on the positives, and that's just been something that this book, Making the Impossible Possible, has been really wonderful for me. Another quote to go with it, don't know what it's from, is, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. And that's because the way we set up our minds and what we think, like, it's just true. Um, we create our own realities, of course. And then one quote that I'm like, ah, oh, if I share this, I'm sure I'll get a little bit of backlash, but uh, it was brought up at my staff meeting when we were discussing this book just because purely it was funny and it's a good way to think about your own life. I'll just jump into it. It's a quote by Kanye West, who I'm not a fan of. He is a bad person who has done incriminating things, <laughs> but my coworker was saying he heard this clip of Kanye before he was famous, picks up the phone, he's like, yo, I can't talk right now. And then the person on the phone was like, why not? <laughs> and then his reaction, and this is the part that I wanted to share, was, my life is dope, and I do dope shit. And then he hung up, which is super rude. <laughs> but I think that sentiment in its own way is fun and fabulous. It's a good way to look at your life is, oh, I am dope and I do dope things, we'll say. Of course, take that with a grain of salt, but I have been kind of telling myself that this week. And you know what? I am doing dope things because I'm recording the second episode of this podcast. So that's my content consumption. Let's jump into the topic, which is catcalling. We all know what it is. It's when somebody, usually a femme presenting or minority gender, is out and about. I mean, it, it happens to male presenting folks as well, but the scenario that comes to mind is a femme presenting person out on the street, somebody drives by, probably male presenting, and yells something at them about the way that they look, because that's the only thing that they know about this person. Um, whether it's like, hey, nice ass, or nice tits, or whatever it is. And uh, it can be alarming. And I have heard some women, whether they're older or younger, say that they like being catcalled. But um, personally, I do not. And I know a lot of people that do not like catcalling. Part of that is, uh, here's another quote for you. Men are afraid women are going to laugh at them. And women are afraid men are going to kill them. That quote, of course, is a little binary and a little severe. That's worst case scenario that someone wants to kill another human being. But it's true, you know, like there's a lot of actual fear for your life that femme presenting folks or folks of minority genders experience. And then men, uh, especially men who identify as uh, hetero and white, and fully abled, able-bodied, they are just like, oh, I'm afraid someone's going to laugh at me and not take me seriously. And it's, I think, for almost anybody of a minority gender or race, constantly are not taken seriously and 
what we fear most is being actually physically harmed. So when you catcall, it can be really scary. I run a lot. I run in the neighborhoods. I do trail runs. But when I'm, like, running through the neighborhoods and someone yells at me, Sup, cutie, or hey, babe, or nice ass, it's it's alarming because it's like, oh, man, if you have the ability to disrespect me and only comment on my body and that's the only thing that you're focusing on, what else are you capable of? And then, of course, there's a part of you that's like, well, if I ignore them, that's probably the easiest thing to do. And if I react, what are they going to do if I react? If I'm like, screw off, bozo. I don't know if I'd say that in the heat of the moment, bozo. But if you said that and if they get angry, then what? Because you don't ever want to escalate the situation. So now is the point of the podcast that I reveal that I'm a huge hypocrite because I do literally catcall all the time. Going back to the amount of cats that I saw this week, I saw three cats and I only interacted with one. And um, when I have walked down the streets and I see a cat, I'm like, oh, hi, kitty, 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 meow, meow, meow. My dad does all these calls and I growing up heard them and then they just come out of my mouth and I call for these cats and I can see them and look up at me and they're like, oh shit, someone is disturbing my nap or my sit or my staring at bird hour, whatever the cats are doing. And then suddenly they get scared and you can kind of see it. They like open their eyes and their head kind of goes sideways a little bit and then they're prepared to run and I'm at some point, like, oh, well, maybe if I get closer and I talk in a really high voice, they know that I'm kind and I just want to touch them because they're so cute. And <laughs> what if that's, I mean, I believe that's probably how men feel to some degree about seeing attractive femme presenting people on the street. They're like, oh, I just want to approach them. I just want to talk to them. I just want to pet them. They're so cute. And so, um... I just want to say to all my feline listeners, I'm sorry for my actions in the past of not taking the hint when I first see you and you clearly look distraught because I'm approaching you. Uh, In the future, I will do better. All cats deserve their space, a safe space, as do all humans. That is my topic (laughs) for today's cat calling. And then Before I go, I wanted to talk about this self-defense class that I have been taking, um, just in light of, you know, catcalling and then maybe feeling unsafe. I started taking this self-defense class because of my roommate Molly, my old roommate Molly. She's not my roommate anymore, but she's dope. Molly Scoville, I love you. And then her partner, Stefan, who, he was my friend first, also a great friend. I love him. They're incredible. They do Kung Fu at the, I'm going to butcher this name, so I'm so sorry. It's Sil Lum Kung Fu Kwun. And a Kwun is like a Kung Fu studio, but they say Kwun. And the class is called Women's Dynamic Defense. Again, at the Sil Lum Kung Fu Kwun. And it's on 3370 South State Street, Salt Lake City, Utah, The class costs $50. It's a three-part class, and it's pretty cool. It's hands-on, interactive. Um, If you're interested in this class, again, it's $50. It's in Salt Lake City. You can find them on Facebook at Sillum Kung Fu Kun. And then if you want to email them, Sillum Kung Fu 
instructors at gmail.com. So that's S-I-L-L-U-M-K-U-N-G-F-U, instructors at gmail. It'll make you feel more safe when you are catcalled. And maybe now you will also know not to catcall if that's something you did in the past to humans or to cats. I don't think dogs mind it too much, but I don't know. I also want to respect their autonomy. Anywho, that's the episode. As my dad would say, use your head and be clever. And also, before I forget, the intro music is done by my dear friend AJ. So thanks, AJ. Bye, everyone.